In today's show, I'm looking ahead to Tuesday's action in the NBA. Michael Bolton. Thanks, Josh. It's Michael Bolton here, and it's time for another episode of the Locked On Fantasy Basketball Podcast. Let's get to it. Let's get to it. Indeed. You are Locked On Fantasy Basketball, your daily fantasy basketball podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Hello and welcome to the Locked On Fantasy Basketball Podcast brought to you by Basketball Monster. My name is Josh Lloyd and I am the lead fantasy analyst at BasketballMonster.com and at Yahoo Sports Australia. And you can find me on Twitter as always at RedRock underscore Beeble and on Instagram at Locked On Fantasy Basketball. Let's look ahead to the action for Tuesday. Let's look at what I'm watching for. First game, Clippers Paces. Reggie Jackson playing some pretty good basketball at the moment as the starting point guard with um, Patrick Beverly out. I think he's worth a 12-team league stream. He's getting minutes over Terrence Mann. He gets them over Luke Kennard. Um, now, Kennard will still probably start because Kawhi Leonard's going to be out of this game. But Jackson is the guy that I really want to watch. And then Nick Batum, last game without Kawhi, uh, put up some big numbers too, so I want to watch that. Also, Marcus Morris. Now, Marcus Morris is available in a lot of leagues. I don't think he should be available in as many leagues, especially with Kawhi missing. His ability to score and hit some threes. Now, he doesn't do much else aside of that, but that's still really valuable. And I want to see how he looks again in this game without Kawhi Leonard. For the Pacers, Justin Holiday is really regressing. We're seeing the minutes drop off. We're seeing the production drop off. I do not believe that he is a must-roster player. He's more of a specialist for steals and threes as a streamer. That can still have its value, but he's not a guy where if I... yeah, When I say must, must-roster, if I looked at a waiver wire and said, shit... Justin Holiday's on the wire. Why? you got to grab him. But if I looked at your wire and saw Justin Holiday there, I'd go, eh, whatever. Yeah, that, that's fine. Add him if you want. Like, it's not a priority type of situation. I think that's where we are. Uh, we're at with Just- Justin. Karis Levert was really good last game. Um, he's going to have another game here where there is no Miles Turner. Not that it impacts him directly, but it is just uh, a change to that starting lineup with Edmund Sumner in there, which does help Karis Levert. Now, we know part of his issue is efficiency. Super efficient in the last game. Let's hope that he's able to continue that here. The next game we look at is the Hawks and the Raptors. Solomon Hill has been playing some pretty decent minutes. Um, last game with everyone out, he put up big numbers. Now, at this point, the time of me recording, I don't know whether uh, Trey Young or Danilo Gallinari are going to play. Gallinari is doubtful and Young is questionable. So you'd have to assume that Solomon Hill gets another start and probably plays 30-plus minutes with Collins and Hunter as well, sidelined as Tony Snell. So there could be some value if you're looking for maybe some steals as a streamer there for Hill in those deeper leagues. And then with all those players out, Kevin Herter has another opportunity to play 30-plus minutes. Now, last game, he wasn't particularly good, but he did have seven assists. And if Trey Young is out once more, he's going to have some ball-handling opportunities. Now, if Trey is out, Brandon Goodwin is going to be a guy we really look at. For the Raptors, no Fred Van Vliet again. Now, they are going to get uh, OG Ananobi back. What does this mean for Malachi Flynn? Flynn played 27 minutes off the bench last game. Now, I think some of those minutes were elevated because there's no Ananobi. We're still going to have um, uh, Freddie out for at least the next two games. So that's going to help Flynn get a role. But I'm just not sure that his role is going to be large enough to be labeled as must roster. We loved what he did when Lowry and Van Vliet were out. He was okay last game with Lowry, uh, with Lowry back and Van Vliet and Ananobi out. But this game, we're going to have just one guy out, and that's just going to be Fred. So where does he fit in the Flynn, Bembry, Hood, Bench group? I think that's a big question mark for us there. Ken Birch played like 14, sorry, 18 minutes in his first game for the Raptors. Will that bump up? Will that impact Chris Boucher? They basically didn't play, or they didn't play uh, Siakam at center at all. And I think that's partly because Ananobi was out. 
So if OG's back, do they go to Siakam at center? Do they bump Birch's minutes up and reduce Boucher's? I think all of that is in play in this game. Next up, we look at the Lakers and the Hornets. This is a back-to-back for the Lakers. Kuzma and Wes Matthews returned on Tuesday. Uh, sorry, on Monday. Um, what does that mean for Taylor Horton-Tucker? What will his minutes look like in this back-to-back? And then same with Andre Drummond, who played 27 minutes a couple of games ago. How's he going to look in this one? He's obviously got 12-team value, but is it 30-plus minutes? Is it 28 minutes? That is the big question. Well, for the Hornets, Terry Rozier. Some of Rozier's production recently, now he'd been one of the best shooters in the NBA to begin this season, and that has really tailed off. Back to sort of numbers where he was last season. So I want to see where Rozier sits. We know his role's fine, but is the efficiency going to bounce back? Because that's really one of the reasons why he was able to maintain top 50 numbers. While Cody Zeller, a guy that's been putting up some okay numbers, you know, taking that role away from Bismack Biombo. Now there is the the concern with PJ Washington Jr. and his ankle. Zeller is still probably more of a stream than a than a must roster player. Uh, I think that's fair fair to say. But yeah, is he a guy that we look at as, as a guy to stream in for today? Now, now Washington is probable, so he's you know that means he's probably going to play. But is he probably going to play 28 minutes? Is he probably going to play 32 minutes? Like, how do we view that from uh, from from uh, Washington? And that, I think that does give Zeller some value here. The Thunder and the Jazz. Tony Bradley really playing well, cutting into the C part of Moses Brown's minutes. I think Bradley is a 14-team league ad. He's fine for 12-team leagues as well. I'm not super confident. There's so much unknown with that Thunder rotation. Bradley, Brown, Isaiah Roby, when the hell is he going to play? And how's that going to impact those guys? They've just signed Gabriel Deck to a four-year deal. Now, he's more of a small forward, but that reduces the minutes that Baisley and Pokashevsky can play at the three. And that reduces the value of you know, the Oklahoma City mudflap, Kenrich Williams. So there's so many different ways that all this can go with Oklahoma City that I don't feel super confident with any of them, to be honest. At this point, Roby and Pokashevsky are questionable. I do think Pokashevsky will play. That injury isn't considered um, serious, but there's still you know ups and downs that we need to look at there. Well, Ty Jerome, yeah, big minutes from Jerome last game. I thought he played really well with, um, well, no, sorry, big minutes a couple of games ago. He's playing at a decent enough level. I don't think he's ever going to push into the consistent 30 minutes a night that Theo Maladon gets. But he can still be a stream option, especially for those deeper formats. The Celtics and the Blazers, Rob Williams. Really nice game from Williams last time out, limiting Tristan Thompson to under 20 minutes. That's what we need more of from the Rock DJ. Let's hope he's able to close game, especially against uh, the Blazers here against Cantor and Nurkic, a big opportunity for him. Well, I just want to watch Romeo Langford. A lottery pick from two years ago hasn't really impressed me from a fantasy point of view. And on court, I think he can be a solid rotation defender without ever being a high usage, high priority guy. But he's playing at a, at a decent enough level coming back from his wrist injury. So let's see what he looks like. Well, for the Blazers, Yusuf Nurkic is putting up some pretty good permanent numbers. The problem is the minutes are low and the usage is pretty low as well, but he's contributing in other areas. I hope that we get 25 minutes of Nurkic in this one, and then he pushes towards 30 as the season goes on. While Damian Lillard, I featured him in the buy low show earlier today. He's struggling. Usage down, um, field goal percentage way down, free throw percentage way down. I don't know if he's carrying a lingering injury or not, but I want to see if Lillard can get back to some of those earlier numbers we saw this season. The Heat and the Suns, no Victor Oladipo. So Kendrick Nunn is now the starter for Miami, and he was pretty good last game. I think he does have 12-team league value while Oladipo is out. Well, Bam at a buyer. We want to watch Bam because his free throw percentage has been suffering. This is a guy that's been over 80% all season, but over the last you know, couple of weeks, he's down under 70, and that's impacting his value quite a bit. He's not a high-volume shot blocker, weirdly enough, because we, we all remember the, the highlight of Bam blocking Jason Tatum in the playoffs, but he's not a high-volume shot blocker. So if those free throws drop off, it does hurt his value quite a bit. Well, for the Suns, this is a back-to-back for them. I don't imagine they get pushed too much against the Rockets on Monday, but let's see what we can get from Jay Crowder. 
Sometimes maybe good, sometimes maybe shit. Um, who can be a stream option on a low volume day like this. And then Devin Booker, who again, really struggled to begin this season, but it's gone a little bit under the radar just how good he's been over the last month to six weeks, really uh, stringing things together. For stream options, I'm looking at Nick Batum. I'm looking at Royce O'Neal, Taylor Horton Tucker, potentially Reggie Jackson, Cody Zeller. And for points leagues, we're looking at Zubats, Marcus Morris Sr., Teo Maladon, Darius Baisley, and Jalen McDaniels. Guys, that'll do it for me. Don't forget to follow this podcast, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, and on YouTube. Hit subscribe, hit the notification bell, hit the thumbs up, leave your comments down below, guys. We are done here. Thank you so much for listening, everyone. See ya.